You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Welcome back to Strong Woman Radio, where we're showing up two weeks in a row. What, what? Yes, because we have lives. <laughs> Matt told me that hearing uh, Nicole talk about cutting when she didn't need to was one of his favorite things we've ever done on the show. <laughs> he was like, that was amazing. It was a funny podcast. It was, it was a funny no situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, speaking of awesome podcasts, we are, we have like a real, like, you know, professional, like a legitimate person. A guest. Hello, Noelle. Um, not just someone bitching about stuff. Uh, not just our buddy that we know in real life. Although um, Nicole and and like Meg and other people that we do know in real life are pretty awesome, and we're happy to have also them on. they're professional too. Exactly. But um, Noelle is joining us remotely, and she has the blog Coconuts and Kettlebells. She does um, fitness-related Periscope videos, and I met her at PaleoFX, was it last year or the year before? Yeah, it was last year. Last year? It feels like longer. I know. Um, And you're kind of local, like you're an hour away, so you've come to a couple of local events after we realized that we weren't too far away. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. I happen to think that you're stunningly gorgeous, so everybody should go check out your Instagram and your Periscopes. Oh, fantastic. And you also do a podcast before I forget. We will put a link in the show notes to your blog where everybody can find all these links, but, um, yeah. That's the stuff. That's the things and stuff. Those are all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting is my favorite, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I li- obviously, you know, I like to talk, so that's <laughs> this is a perfect fit for me. So I'm happy to be Don't here. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> um, so welcome to Strong Moon Radio, where we are wildly inappropriate. And <laughs> I actually thought about um, drunk podcasting today. Oh, drunk casting is the best. Is Although, really... like right now, Stacey's tits about to pop up Jeez. and stab me in the eye. <laughs> Listen, that's not even like a tenth of them. Do you see all of this here? Like, it's not even close to popping out. Oh my god! I don't know. They're kind of choking her. You should you should post a video so people understand the situation. I tried. I'm not okay. So what's happening is I'm double bagging with like non-wire cami support things from Athleta it, because when I do the ring work, if I wear like a wire yeah, sports bra, it stabs me in my armpit. So oh, yeah. the double bagging of this um, sports bra, not cam- <laughs> it's a cami. I don't know what's happening, but a lot, 
a lot is happening, and it's, <laughs> yes. like, all being pushed up, which is really great if you're trying to get a date. It's not really great if you're, like, lifting and your tits are popping off, which, <laughs> which is, like, every day of my life. I'm oh, just really? Like, you should, yeah. I was going to say, you shouldn't complain, because you're... I don't complain. I'm always, like, always, always out. out. Usually it's a side boob for you, and it's a top boob for me. Um... Yeah, so it makes for caring. good Instagram videos. <laughs> for makes real. for good Instagram. Yeah, if I want some inappropriate followers. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Trolls. Yeah, trolls I'll never forget like trolls. the first time that first or second time I periscoped and like Heather was here and she was wearing shorts <laughs> oh, yeah, and she was squatting <laughs> and she was squatting in shorts and like. I didn't know that other people could see the comments that come up in a Periscope video. So I was just choosing to ignore them because that's how I live my life. It's like, I don't engage with trolls. And then later Viv explained to me that like everybody could see those comments. I was like, oh my God, I totally would have blown that guy up if I would have realized because I was just trying to like ignore his nonsensory. Yeah. What is wrong with people on the internet? I don't ask them the questions, man. Yeah. Do do people get all weird with you when you do, you know, booty squat stuff? Yeah. What is oh, wrong with yeah. people? I think Periscope, Periscope is, is like, the land of pervy lands. It is. And it you is. Got, and you just got to embrace the perv. I feel like Periscope should be you like You really Pinterest. do. I feel like it should be like Pinterest where it's kind of a woman's safe zone. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like, no safe space no, on the internet. It is not. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like the boys can have Reddit and we need to have Periscope. No, yeah. we have Pinterest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess that's fair enough. <laughs> So, Noelle, tell me about you, because I don't think I've ever met you. Yeah, we haven't met before. I was super surprised, because I would have assumed that you guys had, and Viv was like, have I met her? I was like, of course you have, and she's like, no, I haven't. (laughs) No, you know, I I was lucky enough to be able to come to a July 4th thing at your house and eat all the food. Uh, Russ was there, like, great cooks were there. You guys got an awesome bunch of meat, so it was great. Um, But that's really the only thing that I've been able to attend at your house, so... Yeah, I, um, gosh, the quick and short, quick and dirty is I used to do a lot of endurance training, endurance athletics, and uh, wore myself out completely. Um, Interestingly enough, one of the articles we're going to talk about is something that I'm really uh, passionate about because I basically was treating exercise as like a form of punishment uh, to make up for what I believed was... Uh, my inadequacies or me doing something wrong or me trying to make up for shame or guilt because I ate something bad or I wasn't, um, you know, I, I didn't have the body type that was the perceived uh, needed or perceived standard of attractiveness. Can I just and, butt in and tell you that her body oh, yes. type is like perfection? Right. Yeah. Right? I've seen, I, I mean, you I saw just, the Instagram. I just saw her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, for our <laughs> listeners who aren't looking at Noelle's booty. <laughs> But that booty, though, right? Yeah, my my booty has always been my best asset. But I used to be I used to be much leaner, much thinner, and that's what I thought I needed to be. And it took so much effort, and I didn't have my period. And I mean, it was it was a nightmare. I was in like I felt like I was in prison, you know, trying to attain this like look, uh, which I perceived I needed to be, and. So, uh, I don't know, maybe like four years ago, five years ago, I finally kind of let go of all of that and changed my perception with fitness. And I got into a CrossFit gym, started lifting heavier, uh, still tried to maintain a lot of that high endurance, like our high mileage endurance stuff and, um, eventually kind of broke. And so 
Um, it's been a long road to recovery, but now I have just such a different perception on fitness and, and even just like life, you know, like how the fitness that I do and the mobility that I do and the things that I do are, are meant to help bring longevity to my life and bring happiness to my life and not like wear my body down even further to the point where I don't know what I'm going to be when I'm 80. You know, I don't want to be like not able to get up from a chair because I've just tore myself to pieces in my thirties. So it's like, I'm, I've, I've kind of taken on this whole, like, yeah, maybe I should be doing like glute strengthening exercises since those are completely weak on me and, and just doing things that are like going to support my body in the long term and, and doing the things that I genuinely enjoy. Like once I sat down and asked myself, like, do you actually like running? Like I, I <laughs> did it. Anybody, like, some <laughs> people claim they do. And I think we need to put them in an institution. I'm, a little, I'm worried. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I don't enjoy this. There's I other- really like sprints. I'm just, I'm just kidding, <laughs> listeners who enjoy running. I, I, you're totally entitled to like whatever you want to like. It's just yeah. not something I can understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stacey I would get boob straight to her face. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason this situation <laughs> is not good for running. No. No. Yeah. I mean, and so like, I was like the person who was like, oh my gosh, I just love this. I love triathlons. I love running. And it was really, I loved the feeling. I loved the feeling of being depleted and feeling like, oh, now I'm worthy enough to eat and all that stuff. And so once I was like, do I actually, like if I could do anything today, would I go for a six mile run? And it was, the answer was no. Then I stopped doing it. I started doing what I wanted to do, which ended up looking a lot like walking a lot and lifting heavy and, and taking a lot of rest when I needed it. So that's what I do now. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the dark side. Yes. <laughs> Five years ago when I didn't even know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So what do you do now? I know you said lifting heavy and running, but I know that most of the videos and stuff that you do often are like body weight activities. So yes. what do you got going on now? Yeah. So now, so now I do a lot of home, home based workouts. Interestingly enough, it just sort of happened because uh, I I'm right now, I actually haven't worked out in the last month, which is just like, you know how it is. You just feel so off. But for me, I, I deal with, um, I have some major SI joint issues and I still am like working to figure out my imbalances, but, um, I've had some back issues for the past many years. And I found that, especially with my stress level, like starting a business is no joke. Um, that whole process just in general, like I'm in a really horrible place right now with my business, just being honest, which is like, I'm literally doing everything and like I'm working nonstop. And so, uh, you know, with that stress load, so many people have that level of stress. They're, they're trying to balance like a full-time job and kids and cooking and life. And so, uh, I'm I'm really focusing now on home workouts and body weight workouts and workouts that you can do with tools at home. So like you know I have a couple I have four or five different kettlebells and a set of dumbbells and just like a couple of things and I can get a lot of really awesome stuff done. And so I've started doing that now. I have a, a like a home workout guide that I made for people and it's just for, just for free. And I feel like a lot of people are really excited about it because they think they perceive that they need to go to the gym and like do the 45 minutes of cardio and, and, you know, then do the, I don't know, whatever the weight machines, whatever they call them. Um, 
And then that's that's working out, but that's not work. That doesn't have to be working out, right? Like you can do a set of push-ups and and work on um, proper squat mobility and and do like a really cool I don't know interval workout with burpees and stuff like that. Like and and that is awesome. You're gonna feel sore. You're gonna build strength. Um, you're gonna build fun- like functional capacity. Um, you're gonna increase functional capacity. So it's I'm I'm really focusing on that now, especially with the Instagram and the Periscope. It's like more kind of like here's how you can do home workouts and here's how you can fit working out into your life if you don't want to go if if like you're kind of stuck and don't know what to do. So it's kind of what I've been doing lately. That's awesome. Mostly yeah. because I know how far I drive just to get to the gym. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I tend to travel like 45 minutes just to do strong man. Oh, well, and I, also, <laughs> I, also, I also think that a lot of people <clears throat> feel like well, I'm so busy I can't make time. But everybody right. can make time three times a week for, you know, half an hour in their own home. Like everybody, yeah. everybody can find it's that. It's like a TV show. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> commercial yeah, workouts not- are, used to be my jam. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like during commercials, I'd be like, all right, got to hit squat. <laughs> what did you wear leg warmers too yeah because <laughs> that's what you do in your house i mean like really awesome. back then i wasn't lifting i was just trying to get healthy again yeah. and I'm, like, I, I'm just imagining <laughs> yeah. you like donna summering it during oh, commercial during breaks. commercial breaks hey you gotta start somewhere not everyone's so- a awesome deadlifter yeah no <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> You're like, I can see you at a commercial break being like, I'm going to lift this sofa eight times. No. Like, that seems more appropriate. <laughs> no? no, back then it was it was just me trying to be tiny. It didn't work out, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be tiny. That's, that's interesting. We all spend so much time in our youth you trying to, to be tiny. But then, you, but then that's before I knew what Noelle, obviously, just talked about, about trying to be like. Yeah just a healthy person versus like a trying to be a tiny person yeah so that was like i decided to forego exercises and try to be tiny by throwing up the food that i ate that didn't work out either yeah it's not a good look no it's not a good not a good look really oh yeah i was bulimic for like four years like through middle school and high school Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's, um, I talked, I talked about it on Stephanie's old podcast or your, oh, I'll just okay. clarify your podcast co-host for yes. the paleo women. Um, uh, Stephanie, your podcast co-host had another podcast before you guys did yours. Yes. And I was, um, on it to, to talk about kind of my, um, emotional relationship with food. And what ended up happening is that I got treatment for the throwing out part, but I never got like full treatment and therapy for the emotional cause of the food relationship, which caused me to then be a binge eater, like through the rest of high school and through college and my life, which is why I was so, um, obese and, um, you know, unhealthy and all that kind of stuff. Right. Wow. I didn't know that. That's a, that's, that puts, you know, a lot of perspective and even just like adds to your story, which is just huge. So we've all, we've all got stories, but I think, you know, that's, that's what I love about women in strength sports is that it's almost entirely filled with women who come to the sport because they felt as you did that they needed to be something else. And then they realized that that was bullshit and mm-hmm. that what they really needed to be was happy and healthy and that there were multiple ways to go about it. Right. And so it's right. like this community of women who feel empowered and feel strong and feel motivated and 
there's, you know, nothing better to be than to be surrounded by, you know, women who feel good about themselves and motivate one another and pick each other up. I mean, that our podcast last week, Viv was talking about participating in an all women's um, strong women competition where there were 80 participants mm-hmm. and the environment and that kind of thing where all of the women are just cheering each other on and you can do it. And even if you can't do it, like you we tried you and yeah. we're here for you and like, <laughs> you'll have it next time. And that's just, that's something mm-hmm. that I didn't ever have before finding a strength community like that you know um it's like a bad breakup haircut but like with lifting and like more friends (laughs) (laughs) why just i think about it i just feel like you know there's so much cattiness in the women's community whether intentional or not oh yeah you know what i mean and like women feeling like okay there's only room for one woman in this group of five men, I that means I have to backstab and belittle this other woman so that I eliminate my competition, right? But, mm. like, in the strength community, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, I want women to be here so I'm not by myself with all these bag of dicks. Like, let's just, <laughs> you know, like, let's work out together and be friends and lift each other up. And what I find, and we've had men on the show who, you know, are just awesome because they're like, we, we love working out with women too. We love training women. Like men and women are different. It's great to, you know, to have that kind of collaborative environment. So that was a soapbox. <laughs> you need I a step that. off. You it happens. It. I'm off. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, so Noel, we do this thing. After we kind of mm-hmm. chat, like we just did, yeah. <laughs> and we talk about what's happening on the internet. There's a lot of stuff on the internet, and we have to whittle all it down to this tiny All list. of the internet. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, we didn't send you, so we'll put links in the show notes. What we didn't put links in the show notes to are the ongoing CrossFit Open, and then we will also talk about the Arnold, but let's first talk about CrossFit Open. So as of today... Uh, 16.3 has been released. Yeah. Viv participated <laughs> in the Open. I did 16.3 because one of the athletes at the gym today, he was the last one going on the last heat and no one was going with him. And I was like, oh, you can't work out by yourself. No, you can do the Open by yourself. Aww. So I was just like, Ugh, okay. Such a team player. <laughs> so now I was like, let me change. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll do this with you, but you have to make sure you beat me. Because it at sixteen three is basically all cardio, and I did the scaled version because I can't do muscle ups. I've never been able to do muscle ups. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one of those things I'll ever achieve because reality, no, no heavy weights. No, that's woman, not true. Except Julie Rader. There you I was, go. No, I was gonna call her out <laughs> as being like the most phenomenal, amazing. She's a hoss boss, man. What in the Sam hell is happening there? <laughs> Amazingness. Um, other than Julie Rader, I've never even like pull ups. I think most heavyweight strong women, yeah, although, although they can, although they can press, like a pull up isn't something they. It's have, different you know? movement. No, it's different. I know. Anyway, but you did it. But I did it, and I survived. But now I think I got like some cough situation that I'm trying not to do on the podcast because <laughs> you it's got like fun. you got a little cardio cough there. Yeah, because of breathing. In Strongman, I only have to do it for a minute. Today, I had to do it for seven mm. in a row. Like, you know, <laughs> I didn't have to space it out in Strongman. It's like a minute, but then I got a really long rest and then like a minute. You know what I'm I, What did you do for the bar muscle-ups? <laughs> um, it's jumping 
chest bar pull-ups. Oh, got it. Yeah. So they let you do jumping, but then it taxes out your legs for the snatches. If you, like, yeah. actually do snatches. I basically did good mornings because it was 35-pound bar. What? Yeah, because it's a scale. scale. That's funny. Uh, so, and, like, the owner of the gym was like, you can't just mix and match just because you can. And I was like, all right, well, then I guess I won't. Because yeah. I would have done the guys, and wait. Totally. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't see. count as, like, participating in the It doesn't count open. as participating in the open. Yeah. So yeah. I was trying to, like, You're trying to be a good girl. Whatever. Breathing sucks. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> so what I was going to say is that I haven't really heard a lot. Like, usually, because I follow all the people on the Instagrams, and yeah. I haven't been watching the open um, releases, whatever they're called, right? Like, when they announce the yeah. announcements online. Normally, we watch those. We haven't been watching them just because, like, the timing and whatever hasn't worked out. But um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like what's happening in my newsfeed is not, like, blowing up. I think what it is, too, is that there's a new class of, like, CrossFitters coming in. Mm. Like, all the people that won previously are now on teams or mm. not doing as well as expected, except for, I think, last time. Yeah, a few people retired. Like, we're going to talk about Lindsay Valenzuela's pregnant. Julie Fouché had that injury, and now she's, like, right. not a competitor. So, like, that's a list of people that are familiar, and so you're already following yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just like, all right, well... CrossFit. How about you, Noelle? I will. No, I will say that a lot of, like, I haven't seen as much hoopla about it. I don't know if it's because I'm not doing, like, I used to be a member of a gym, a CrossFit gym, and so there was a lot around that, but it's, there's, I feel like there's not as much. I would agree with you. I feel like it, maybe. I think the noise is just dwindling because people are moving on to other sports, too. That's what I was wondering if, like, the bell curve (laughs) is kind of like. I'm sure it'll, like, lean like you know come down a, a yeah. little more because like we moved on to strongman yeah. a lot of other gyms are moving on to like more strength barbell clubs, and barbell and clubs yeah, yeah. Versus, i would agree yeah you know just I having agree. whatever i i also think like maybe a lot of people are realizing that um this is similar to uh in, in terms of like a mentality like this is the this is kind of like we're if you actually want to compete and think that you're going to go to the games, like you have to be an Olympic level athlete. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody who swims doesn't say like, I'm going to try out for the Olympics. You yeah, know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's only the the highest and the most dedicated athletes that really uh, put themselves through that and then compete. And so I think we're seeing maybe a shift of, yeah, I'm going to do the workouts, but not as many people are like signing up for that the they're actually, Yes. Signing up and actually paying, you know, doing all that <clears> stuff. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the athletes that I coach end up being like, I'm going to do the workouts, but I'm not paying the $20 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Because right. it's like, they're like, I'm not... That's, that's what I did when I, when, I cross, when I crossfitted. I did the, I did the um, opens, but I didn't actually, like, pay to see the rank. What I think is increasing more, though, is more people are competing locally at, like, a... Superfit games and like, stuff like that. Superfit and Festivus, where they make it available for all levels of athlete mm. versus... I think everyone who the open just kind of makes it. Yes, they have scaled, mm-hmm. but it's almost like the range of like because you're scaled, you're not going to the games, you're not winning like yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. I think people get excited to see like kind of a little bit of themselves in these athletes, but they're not like man. Okay, so while we're yeah. talking about the open, let's talk about one of the things that happened on the internet this week. 
there was a post that Lindsay Valenzuela posted on her Instagram that blew up um, because she was saying that she was getting shit from people who compared their 16.1 score to her 16.1 score um, because I guess she decided to scale because she's significantly pregnant. Like, not just, like, a little bit pregnant. Like, a lot of it. She's a lot of it pregnant. And that's her own damn personal decision. And she's putting herself out there and sharing about her life. And I can tell you as a mother personally, like, to put yourself out there and for people to give you shit about the decisions that you make about your kids, um, there's, like, nothing that infuriates and enrages me more and makes me want to find all the trolls' houses and leave (laughs) flaming bags of poops on their doorstep than those... You're laughing at me, but, like... No, I get it. Those people are trolls. They're... Yeah. They're trolls, and it's not cool, and, you know, people sit behind a computer and think that you can, you know, compare yourself, or in her case, she was saying, like, I beat a games athlete and giving her a hard time. I'm like, okay, first of all, that's not nice. But second of all, like, how would you do if you were eight months pregnant, you know? Right. Would you even do it? Or, like... You or just who cares? don't know, and you just don't know, and you just right. don't care. Like, why do you care? And I mean, it's cool, I guess, but it's like, uh. So I think <laughs> I think there's like, especially two from my perspective, two huge messages to take away from that, which is one, CrossFit has always been about competing with yourself and not others, except when it comes to like the professional games athletes. Like you're saying, that Olympic level, like yes, of course, Rich Froning wants to beat, you know everybody else not anymore he's on a team but you know what i'm saying great but for everybody else that i know that does crossfit still and has been doing it for years the point of the open is to compare yourself against where you were last year not against like other people you know and so when you go to a games athlete and you're like hey you suck you're completely missing the point and not only you're you know you're being a dick um But I really liked Lindsay's message in her post that says, let's all uplift each other um, instead of comparing each other in a way that is putting others down. Because I think that kind of, like, gets the message that we try to say here on the podcast, which is that, you know, this is all about finding your best self and feeling good about what your body can do and not about, you know, what others think it should look like or think it should do. I'm sure Noelle has a soapbox on this matter. I do. I'm I'm debating uh, whether I should. Oh come on! This is a soapbox show. <laughs> I yeah. I the, the her last line where she said, "Remember, every pregnancy and every woman's different." Is kind of like the thing for me because I I feel like I have so many women who are pregnant or are at different. Uh, points in their pregnancy and they compare themselves to like they get on the internet and they search they think oh my gosh I've gained 10 pounds and I'm only four months or whatever and they get on the internet and they search and then they're like oh they see all these people who are like I didn't gain any weight until I was you know eight months or you know whatever and they see these ridiculous expectations um or, or they kind of form these ridiculous expectations. They think somehow they're abnormal because they're gaining weight on their pregnancy um, in the first whatever trimester. And and it's it's absurd. I think we who knows, even if it's there's a lot of, you know, truth or honesty or how how real some of these Internet, the Internet is. But um, 
I just the comparison game just gets on my nerves. I it's it's one of those things that I think makes us worse as a human race uh, than better. You know, if you get on the internet and you're you're trying to compare yourself to other people, um, it it does nothing good. And I think it's interesting that she said that you have, you know, she's going against the grain by showing women you don't have to go as prescribed and you can modify movements. And if that's what she decided to do for her body, like, I'm going to modify the movements, I'm going to go slower. Maybe she was having a rough day. Maybe she was tired. Maybe she um, was dealing with some food aversion stuff and she hasn't eaten in the past day. Like, we don't know what she's been going through. Um, I'm guessing she's probably had quite a bit of stress, you know, in her life, like most women do when they're at their whatever, eight months pregnant. And so she made a decision to do, still do the workout, which is awesome and great, you know, for her. And she modified it and did it according to her goals. And now that people are telling her that, you know, oh, look, like, so you, you know, my wife who's pregnant did it quicker or faster or whatever than you is just like, who gives a damn? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I, it's, I'm not, I'm not trying to compete against uh, everybody else in the world. I'm just trying to be, come better myself and do what's right for my body. So I just think I, you know, the comparison game is just debilitating to me for people. I, I think it just ruins us. So. Agreed. Truth. <laughs> Truth okay. mom. Especially in pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Pregnancy. All right. I don't know. I've never been there, but you know, so yeah. I hear. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Transition. I'm going to come back to the woman thing at the end. So let's jump into um, the other competition that has happened. Happened. It happened. Um, the Arnold was last weekend. And a woman who I'm unfamiliar with, which it's not like I know everybody. But, right? but, but I she tries. I try. She really does. Um, and this girl's got a ton of followers. Donna Moore, um, who was Europe's Strongest Woman 2015. And Britain's Strongest Woman 2014 and 15. So I don't, and I guess now, I don't, I guess they don't know her because she's not a, a US, US competitor, no. competitor so yeah. I wasn't familiar with her, won the Arnold. And might I just say, this woman looks fucking strong and Super healthy solid. and I want to be her when I grow up. That's, <laughs> that's all I guess. It was pretty that. awesome. Just like, I guess... You know, because I see the competitors here and I tend to run into them more when we do, or when I do the shows. Like local events and Local stuff, events, yeah. or even when I travel a little bit. It's it's kind of funny, but then once I see international competitors, I'm just like, oh man, the world is so much bigger. <laughs> I want to be world. your friend. Yeah. <laughs> be mine. Not in a creepy way, but like kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, I mean, this, this woman is um, um, like just look she's speechless Every she's <laughs> everything that I want to be when I grow up I mean she's just thick and powerful and strong and ripped um, all at once there's amazing stuff on her Instagram you can go check it out obviously um, but I think it's I think it's cool that the Arnold has been shaken up the last couple of years with yeah. women competitors because Kristen Rhodes took off two years ago to uh, address some personal things in her own life, and she's still training, according to her um, media. It's not like I chat with her on the regular, although I'd be happy to if you're listening. <laughs> give me a shout. Um, <laughs> she's not plugging or anything. <laughs> But, um, so ever since Kristen kind of dropped out from competition, 
the the whole kind of Arnold Strongest Woman has taken a different formation, mm-hmm. and I think it's fascinating to see the the different women training and competing, and I think it coincided with the time that the women um, strength sports, specifically strong women, became much more popular. I mean, just even since you and I started like yeah. two years ago, oh, it's, be- it's, it's blown up huge, right? And so you're seeing women who. Um, weren't necessarily um, there two years ago when Kristen won several years in a row, right? And right. so now it's like, okay, well, when she comes back, it's going to happen, you right. know? Because she's, not only is she um, an Arnold woman, uh, winner, she's a um, Guinness Book World Record holder for Strongest Log. Right. So. She's insane. It's awesome. In an awesome sort of way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that as like, uh, let me do that one time, please. Like, so other things happen at the Arnold. I don't know about them, but uh, other things happen at the Arnold. Meg was at the Arnold. Yeah, Meg. watch her YouTube video. Julie Rader has competed. How'd she do? She did? competed. She was fourth. Nice, good job, Julie. So we should probably. How did Kiki? How did Kiki do? I mm. yeah, I didn't look. I don't know either. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> but Where? um. Where is the Arnold? Where does it happen? The Arnold always happens in Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, like, a statue of Arnold outside the building. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I see The world's strongest man. And, oh, no, 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 no. I did watch the deadlift. Somebody deadlifted till their brains basically fell out of their body because their nose started bleeding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Eddie Hall deadlifted 1,026 pounds after... Oh, I did see that. After Brian Shaw deadlift. Let me just tell you, Brian Shaw's lift was clean. His deadlift was insane. He had so much more weight than he could have put on that bar. But I think he was being conservative because he went before Eddie Hall. Yeah. But Eddie Hall like basically was like Ugh. He was like, okay, I know I need this five more I pounds to beat Brian. Yeah. And that I mean, he obviously maxed it out. And he yeah. set a new world record and congrats to him. But you know, looking at those two videos and knowing that there's only five pounds between them, Brian's went up like quick. Yeah. Clean. It's easy. Insane. Yeah. And then Thor did not too bad. Just shy of a thousand. Just shy of a thousand. Yeah. So it, it was like, well, you know, me deadlifts. Yeah, those are like, all the people. Those are all the people that I care about. You, you knew de- exactly how to address them. <laughs> but for me, it's just like watching the deadlift. That's where it's at for Vivian. Deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you keep up with any of the sports that were happening at the Arnold? No pole dancing. That's uh, at the Arnold. <laughs> is that a real? You, fo- you follow figure no. competition, right? That's totally your thing. Me? It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> We need to have the dog. Yeah, I, exactly. No. Why I knew that it wasn't your thing. Oh, okay. I saw, I saw the deadlift thing for sure. I saw the the over a thousand pound pull. We watched that. It's hard to watch that um, because you see the straining happening, yes. and so like I feel like it, with me right now in a back injury, I'm like, oh gosh, like I can almost <laughs> feel it, you know, yeah, when you yeah. watch somebody do it. But yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It's really funny when you're teaching an Olympic lifter. Like, in Strongman specifically, you do lift with your back a lot. <laughs> but in Olympic lifting, you use your legs. Yeah. So right. when I taught an Olympic lifter how to use, like, a stone, they are like, man, my back's really sore. And I was like, then you're doing it right. And they're just like, <laughs> what? I never use my back for all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, life. <laughs> Stensors, yeah. I love, by the way, she just posted something awesome, which kind of is an, a... a testament to what you said before stacy which it was like empower she said empowered women empower women 
Yes. Like, yeah. so, like I mean, it's so basic, but like, yeah, like that community is, is full of, you know, or, uh, you know, I'm assuming the community she's a part of and, you know, everybody that was training and all the women that are, like you said, that go to these competitions and stuff. It's just like, they're all about empowering women. Like, and, and that comes from a place of being empowered, which I think is super cool. So. Yeah, all the all the people on Instagram I follow of the strong women like mm-hmm. Amina or um, Danielle Curry, they're all posting pictures together of themselves like, hey, we're hanging out, doing strong things, moss <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, Viv and I were a little bit jealous. We're going <laughs> to, every year we're like, we're going to go next year. And then, and then we, we don't. don't. But Mostly right. because I'm usually competing around this time. Okay, well, we just need to make it happen. Yeah, next year I kind of want to watch pole dancing too. Anyway. <laughs> All right. The other thing that happened at the Arnold, Viv, you, you provided the link. You got to talk about it. Post-Arnold drama. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> so I think somebody posted about how Brian Shaw finished second at the Arnold, and um, he was basically saying, I love you, Brian Shaw. You're still a champion to me. <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Big Z, who won the Arnold, was saying, or was, like, kind of joking around saying, well, uh, he had, um, you can't lift a stone if you have a hamstring injury, which I think Brian Shaw had, and he posted a picture about the, of the bruise or whatever. Yeah, and then, <laughs> after some incredible feats of strength and after some hammy issues he still managed to set a world record for atlas stones which i don't know if you guys haven't seen that we'll try to put a link in the show also insane like 550 pound stone and he made that look like it was super light as well yeah so stupid it's like a steel stone which wouldn't have had yeah he hollowed out the stone yeah anyway anyway so he set a world record for that so basically the person was saying like he came in second at the arnold and he set a world record i don't know who wouldn't be proud of that you know right and so the guy and the guy just basically says, uh, good luck at Worlds to Big Z and Big Z says thanks. But then Brian Shaw reposted this trolling situation, which is kind of funny because we we're talking about trolls today. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm troll, just gonna, troll. I'm just trolling gonna trolling. perpetuate the gossip, whatever. I don't that's, care. That's what this segment of the show is all about. <laughs> perpetuating gossip. Um he was saying what does he say? Uh he basically says maybe, or he says maybe someday everyone will realize what kind of person Z Big Z really is. Uh, I guess he needs to make comments like this to make himself feel better. He's is he really going to question if I injured my hamstring? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! After the Arnold, I shook his hand and congratulated him on winning. All I can say is I will be ready for World's Strongest Man. Okay, well, I'm just gonna say this said a lot of other stuff. <laughs> but I feel like it has been edited, like it says. Oh, his his became <laughs> yeah. more professional oh, yeah. or whatever. His became yeah. definitely more professional because it was edited. Yeah, to say that like the Arnold was all yada yada, but whatever. It was. Oh, edited. you hey, did you know you can see the edit history? Oh no! If you click edited, you can see what it was before. I had no idea you could do that. Oh, oh there we go. So perpetuate your nonsense. Here we go. Okay. So that, yeah, he, he went way in. He, he said more. Yeah, yes. a lot more, right? Okay. So after what you just said, he said, 
Um, why do you think I had to set the stone record outside the contest? The answer is because if they put the stone event in the contest, Big Z wouldn't compete. He knows that he got extremely lucky to win the Arnold, and even with the events being set up for him, that won't happen again. Hashtag truth. Truth. Oh. Dang. That's a burn, bro. That's, that's... But you know what? Okay, first of all, there's a lot of testosterone in this sport. Here's like, the thing, though. It does, here, look at the dramatic difference between us girls and the guys. <laughs> us <laughs> girls are like, we're hanging out together. It's so awesome. And the guys are like... I mean, at the end of the day, competitive, yeah. competitive, competitiveness will get the best of you yeah. no matter how you slice it. Yeah. Like, But it's just kind of like... Because, okay, I can go on with another sport and then this is going to spiral out of control. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. So I was watching the hall. Did you watch the fights? Yes, of course. Okay. I watched the fights. <laughs> okay. Did you watch the fights, Noel? The UFC I don't, fights. No, okay. I don't anyway, know. I'm gonna spoil alert for you because that's just Please. what's gonna happen. So I watched the Tate Holly Holm fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you know I was dang, cheering big time dang, during that fight. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly Holm, at the end of the fight, she gets uh, put in a sleeper hold situation thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I don't speak that language. Yeah. Anyway. She got rustled. She got rustled and she got choked out basically. The bitch was gonna go out. Like you know, that. kudos to her though. She didn't tap. No, she didn't. That's she literally thing. passed no. the fuck out. Oh, right. She did not tap, right? But then you watch the McGregor-Diaz fight. Tap, tap, tap. Dang. So, what Viv is trying to say is girls are better than boys. I'm just saying. <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone understand what I said? I, I got it. Girls you, are better than boys. I got it. <laughs> but the McGregor Diaz fight, he got in the same hold. Yeah. And he tapped out. And I was just like, mm. man, that's intense. Yeah. And then I just couldn't stop laughing about it for the rest of the night. Cause I was it's just like, like, it, yeah. it's like men and women's soccer. Have you guys seen that? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, it, girls like, will, like girl, give each other bloody noses. They're oh, like, girl, yeah. let's keep just on running. Like, running right, with massive right. concussion. Yeah, whatever. And the I just feel like, the need. Fine. I feel the need to tell the boys who are listening, like, we're not talking about all of you. Just like not all women are professional <laughs> and nice or whatever. <laughs> Just but dumb. it is refreshing to be able to I have think- something positive to point to about women athletes. Like, let's just give us give <laughs> us this moment. Give us this one, okay? <laughs> I just thought it was funny because it, I think I find myself pushing myself to a limit where it's just like, okay, there's no going back now. Yeah. And I've definitely seen strong men do that, uh, guys and girls. But I think it's funny how just even as an athlete in general, how far you're willing to go when you're looking at, like... Okay, on the longevity of the sport, should I black out or should I not black out or should I, you know? No, yeah. no one else. Does I, know. That I almost, I almost passed. I've talked about it before. I almost passed out on my first card deadlift yeah. the competition with yeah. you. Um, you just got. You, if you want to pass out, you just got to commit. All right. You know? Okay, we're going so long. Let's wrap it up, Noel. Yeah. This one, I'm throwing this one to you, girlfriend. Mm. Last link of the week. Nia Shanks is not punishment from Nia, yeah. who has also been yeah. on the podcast before. Oh, has it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, her basic gist of it is um, <laughs> you don't have to like. I, we have this mentality that if you uh, if you're going into a holiday or you're you know you're going to eat ice cream later or whatever, that um, you need to either earn it, so you need to work out in order to to be able to like feel okay with eating that food or you need to do exercise thereafter in order to make up for 
uh, the sins you have committed. And uh, her basic kind of gist is, like, that's that's not a real thing. Um, and I, I think this thing came out, or this article came out kind of around Thanksgiving, which is obviously a, a big time where a lot of us are kind of get trapped into that um oh, we need to kind of make up for our food and what we're, you know, what we're eating and we need to make sure that we burn those, uh, those calories. And the truth of the matter is you don't need to punish yourself um, for eating or enjoying food. Like you're allowed to enjoy food. You're allowed to have food before or after you work out um, or not even around working out. And it, it doesn't have to um, turn into something where there needs to be some sort of like calories in, calories out situation going on in your head, which is um, not as simple as that. So she's yeah. sort she sort of just talking about, you know, the exercise punishment mentality, which, um, can get us trapped. And that's, you know, it just, it just goes down into a, a it spins into a downward cycle. And really that's what leads to a lot of body image issues is this whole shame guilt situation around food and then needing to make up for those, uh, you know, wrongdoings with exercise or restriction. And sure enough, over-exercising, under-eating, and restriction then leads to the overeating, the binging, and all that stuff. And it just gets on the cycle until you just feel, um, you know, horrible about yourself. And that's, I mean, if our goal in life is to be happy, um, that's not a way to be happy and have a, have a nice and happy life. So I always say this, but happiness doesn't come from what your body is. It comes from what your body does. And so ch- changing that mentality of how can I engage with exercise and movement in a way that like allows my body to be more capable and do awesome things and allow me to experience more. That is what gives us long-term happiness, not doing things in order to punish ourselves or to become something, um, or to achieve a certain look, uh, that may not even be right for us. So, and, and scene. I was like, and <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that right there. So, yeah. We've got a preview of what Noelle is like, what her social media is like, what her podcast is like, what her blog is like. Basically, in one word, awesome. Yeah. Um, Noelle, other than what's on the internet, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners that we didn't talk about today? Um, I want all of you to know that you're awesome and you can also <laughs> download, you can also download my uh, home workout guide, which is just coconutsandkettlebells.com slash guide. It's just totally free. Um, if, if you're, which I don't think many people listening to this will be that type of person, but if you're new to working out or what I found as very helpful with home workouts is keeping your routine up, like mm. keeping movement up in between your gym workouts, which is how I use it. Um, uh, you know, just kind of give you some guidelines and, and workouts and stuff that you can do. So I just put together a guide. So you can download that. Definitely. Awesome. Hey. Anything that's free, guys, you can't complain about that. <laughs> free stuff. For real. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll make yeah. sure that there's links in the show notes to all of those um, ways that you can access Noelle. Um, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Yeah. Yes. You guys are super fun. This I'm glad great. you had fun, mostly because I yeah. tried to torture everyone. Mostly because we <laughs> curse and gossip about people. What yeah, could be more fun than that? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Awesome. Just, I love you, Brian Shaw. Don't hate me. We, you know, we're just telling it like it is, I think. But um, I have I have shared a meal with Brian Shaw, and I happen to be 
a fan. I, I like him. He's my favorite non-Icelandic lifter. <laughs> <laughs> Had to specify because, you know, you know. Game of Thrones is coming back on. I have to get a drip pan when he was, if he's around, <laughs> Stacy would not be able to hold it in. I think he's more of her pass card people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rip him. <laughs> uh, so we're just gonna end the show there. Bye. We'll just let the thoughts of that wonderful <laughs> just <laughs> linger in the air. She's like drip panning. <laughs> so bad. I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm just got really flushed and embarrassed. Um, anyway, thank you again, Noel, for joining. Yeah, us. thanks. For and um, we will. Be back. Who knows when? But we always strive for a week or two. So <laughs> stay strong in the meantime, and we will be back soon. I've said that like four times. What is You're wrong really with me? You're really good at you saying should, really. You mm. should chime in maybe sometimes, and then well, usually you say stay strong, and I'm like. Woo-hoo!